Welcome to the Contractor's Best Friend Podcast. I'm your host, Brad Humphrey. We're sponsored today by Caterpillar and ForConstructionPros.com. Today in the studios, I have uh, two experts from Caterpillar. I have Lonnie Fritz, cat-heavy construction and road building expert, and also Scott Hageman, grade control technology and connectivity on the job site. Gentlemen, thank you for being here today. Kind of a long title if I read it all out, but basically what we're looking at, guys, is the traditional methods maybe of uh, of construction toward the use of technology. And we are going to slant this a little bit toward the grade technology. So to get us started, Scott, what I'd like to ask is maybe before we talk about transitioning, maybe we ought to talk about what do we mean by traditional? I mean, what might have been some things that we used to do that we don't necessarily do anymore or, or do it different? Right, Brad. So the first thing I think is pretty identifiable to everybody would be grade stakes. Yeah. You know, you see the grade stakes on the, <laughs> they the were everywhere. or yeah. see them in your neighbor's yard and wonder what he's building and things of that sort that usually populates a lot of talk in the subdivisions there when that goes up there. <laughs> yeah. But traditional would be grade stakes, paint, you know, paint marks. You know, another thing that gets all, all the guys talking in the subdivision to see some utility location paint marks there. So, so paint marks and grade stakes and then using tape measures and strings off right. those grade stakes oh, you know that that's right there in the wheelhouse Come of on, that Scott, traditional. those were the days weren't they <laughs> yes they were <laughs> yes it's uh but very useful don't yeah. get me wrong you yeah. know very very useful but we've just have uh less labor people to be helping us do mm. that traditional mm. stuff and uh the new conventional is so much faster and yeah. so much efficient especially if you need to change something and a lot and, more accurate probably yes yeah. yes yeah. When you're looking at that from from where we used to be at to now, give, give us a little bit of a nice taste of what we may be looking at as we move through this transition. And then, and Lonnie, I want to get you involved with this in just a moment. So the big thing is the tools you have. You have a different set of tools. They're doing some of the same things, like you said earlier, much much more accurate and, and a lot faster. But uh, a tool you have, a, a data collector and a rover for argument's sake, or a laser transmitter and, and a detector where you're seeing that laser beam opposed to looking through a transit. And once again, that's going from the labor shortage of we have if you have a, a string and tape, you know, you might have to have two people, one yeah. to hold each end of the string yeah. and then maybe somebody to measure in the middle of the tape. That's right. Uh, but we don't have that luxury anymore. Right. So you take that laser transmitter and you put it on a, a, a detector and a grade rod. And now you can go get those elevations all by yourself. Lonnie, there's a lot of difference between from 2D to 3D, right? I mean, that, that, that almost gets us into another category to a certain extent. But but in your experience, and, and again, when you were in construction, you probably did some traditional things back in those days. So you can kind of live it, can't you? Yeah, yeah. A lot more traditional than I may have wanted to. Yeah. You know, I, as soon as that comes up and Scott mentioned stakes, I, I look at paddles and stakes and grade hubs and thinking of paint can stick rules, eye levels and all those things and trying to teach an individual that no up is down and yeah. down is up. That's so right. yeah, yeah, it tends to wear. Yeah. But you know, the key there is, and, and we've said in other podcasts is really feeling it in the seat. And that is operators that have the skill, not only earth moving fundamentals one-on-one, how to move the material, but to carry grade. That's right. You know, so in those spot elevations you would get, if you had enough budget, you may stake out mass excavation at a hundred foot increments, right? Mm-hmm. And you have a grade check every hundred feet technology allows us to go to a surface 
I have information throughout the entire surface, every infinitesimal point across there. Now, when we look at that comparison of 2D versus 3D, it's simply X and Y versus X, Y, and Z. That's right. So there's a place for X and Y, and there's a place for X, Y, and Z. Is it a simple pipe run where I have depth and slope? It goes at this depth, and it's going to run at that slope, so it drains. Uh, parking lot, X and Y. We're going to that corner there. We fall at X, and we fall at Y to go to the inlet in the corner of the parking lot. Now we get on more complex contours and designs. Think of a golf course or a roadway, or just to have that power, mm. that information um, within the fingertips of the individual that has the controller yeah. you know, holding onto the GPS rover and controller, mm. the operator and the machine that has all that information in the cab. So much benefit. Back to safety. Let's remove that grade checker out of the ditch or out of harm's way where it can do some spot checks yeah. versus having to continue to run in front of and behind the machines um, to give that information. So just sticking with 2D and 3D, again, um, you have all the information you need for the entire site with that 3D. Um, with, with 2D, again, you're looking at X and Y and, and a variety of applications uh, with that technology. You know, Scott, when you're working with contractors and one of our focuses, I wanted to lay down a little foundation, which you guys just did nicely. One of the things, though, that we're trying to do with this topic here is how do we help the contractor who, who is moving through that transition? What would be some recommendations that, that would make sense to them that they probably, if they'll do, they probably make a much better decision? Yeah, I think the the, the demo opportunity, right. you know, to try something. Um, Lonnie puts on one of the probably most successful training classes that Caterpillar offers called road building. And we actually have them use the traditional tools and the traditional layout of a road. And then we give them the data collector and the rover so they can see the difference. See the difference. So they, they really don't, if you just give a, a novice the rover, that's awesome. They, they really know what's going on there, but they don't know how valuable it is compared to the traditional. So I, I think it'd be taking that customer through that process asking him how do you normally do your job and then insert some of this change to the, the 3d or 2d infrastructure tools and processes because it's a process change yeah. to, to step them along the way to kind of give them a hand holding or step one step two step three and just don't give them all the black boxes and run away and no support one of my favorite authors uh, in, in recent years is a younger guy, Simon Sinek, and I don't want to give him a plug, but I mean, he is, he's, he's very dynamic. But he had his first book, he's kind of known as the why guy. And he talks about the importance of the why. And, and my translation of that that I'd used before that in consulting was construction is a very tactical industry. But when you bring strategy into it, it makes tactical more beneficial. And that's what I think you guys are talking about. Scott bragged on your program a little bit. Um, tell us a little bit, not so much the components of that program, but the why behind what you're doing in that program. And how does it lead, many times contractors, if not operators, to making better choices, better decisions? Yeah, so the Road Builder Pro program, we do start out with traditional, mm -hmm. you know, we do have, luckily I have Hagman on my staff. So yeah. Scott goes out and uh, stakes the job site for us so we can use, again, those um, eye levels, stake rules, paint mm. cans, tape measures, pull that information out there, try to accomplish cutting a ditch with a dozer, with a motor grader using the traditional methods oh my. without technology. 
and it is very a very eye-opening that experience awesome. as to what it takes the information how to first read the paddle Bingo. with the cut fill information how to bring that out to the dirt and then as soon as that operator goes through and makes their first pass i'm like guys gals you need to get back out there and give them the information for the next pass and you kind of get that stare you know that look like seriously it's warm out here and uh then miraculously technology appears a few hours later and the reason being is it's the delta call it whatever you want the eye-opening experience like wow we can stand back watch the operator work much more effectively mm-hmm. much more accurately quicker more efficiently and uh and then i ask them for a debrief at the end of that day and they almost always run to technology and how much better they understand it and the value they see behind it. That's awesome. That's awesome. This has been really helpful. Is there anything else that you see here that, that would be a benefit to, to the listener on the technology, especially those that are going through the transition? Because we, uh, we have a lot of contractors that are changing over. Uh, a lot of the younger sons or daughters may be taking over, in some cases, some of the family businesses. And so we think automatically they probably have a greater appreciation for computers and that type of thing. So this is really fitting into a good wheelhouse for that generation. What would be some good advice for, for those folks who are taking over that may have had a parent or even a grandparent that wasn't as open to the new stuff, right? It is a step change. Um, you know, who is the decision maker? in the company. I've seen the decision maker being somebody from the traditional side of the business that's been there for a long time and get a little bit uncomfortable around a technology discussion. Start small. I have many, many stories and data points of, you know what we did, Lonnie? We went to our local technology store. We rented a rover and a base station. We had them build the digital design file for us. And we start with a rover. What happens next? That file goes into the machine. They have a 3D machine, a GNSS machine, yeah. right? And they keep building and building and building. You know, how many contractors start with a backhoe and a truck that are now multi-million dollar firms? That's exactly Love right. those 90, 100-year-old stories, yep. right? Do the same with technology. Start simple. Start the base and rover. Start 2D. Start somewhere. Because I'm going to share with you, the competition is probably going to move you in that direction if you don't move yourself just to stay competitive because they're going to hit their unit prices, their budgets a lot easier and quicker than you will because of the value there. When you can take a Caterpillar dozer and have 3D grade control and be up to 50% more efficient by using 3D grade. There's no argument. It is an investment. Yeah, exactly right. It is an investment. You're absolutely right. Scott, I'll let you have a final word here. I think one more thing to add to Lonnie's conversation there would be the the projects are demanding that you use technology. Yeah. And in some cases, it's required. Yes. Yeah. You, you don't have an option. Exactly. Right. So you need to get on board. Otherwise, you won't be. You won't bid the job. Bid the job, let alone get the job. That's right. Yep. Yeah. I, I appreciate that. You guys are awesome, as always. Well, if you're listening to this and, and you've enjoyed that, I hope you have. Uh, and you need to maybe pick up a few more pointers. Listen to it again. There's a lot of deep uh, jewels there to, to take. Thank you for being a part of today's podcast. Have a great year. Go out and make some money and we'll look forward to another podcast with you. Want more tips from Caterpillar experts? Go to cat.com and select the construction industries page. In fact, look for experts, tips, tech, and tools to find out more information.